0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I mean, obviously we haven't put pads on yet. That's going to, you know, up the physicality. But uh, the mental side of things is probably the biggest focus right now. Just knowing, you know, the whole playbook and, uh, you know, the adjustments and changes we make and just... You know, Josh is very crafty out there. So any changes he makes, you know, post-snap, uh, you know, being ready for it. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk Sunday here live from St. John Fisher University at Buffalo Bills Training Camp. And joining me live is NBC Sports' Peter King. Uh, Peter, thanks so much for uh, making some time and chatting with me. Uh, I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Happy to be here.
1: So you're you're here every year. This is kind of like a, a, an annual vacation for you here in western <laughs> New York. Um you were here last year with the expectations as high as maybe they've been here since the 90s, and you're here now, and it's quieter. It, maybe not quieter around here in Western New York, but around the, the, the sort of national landscape, it's quieter than it was last year. Do you get the sense that might be a good thing for this football team?
0: Well, I think this team understands where it is right now in that, you know – The way the season ended last year, the January that this team had was unlike uh, any month that a team really could have. With DeMar Hamlin, uh, you know, and then trying to get back to some degree of normal with an incredibly emotional game against the Patriots and Naheem Hines having a Shohei (laughs) Ohtani-type game. Uh, And and then, obviously, you you think, oh, boy, we're back, we're back. And then the Bengals' uh, playoff game was obviously a debacle. Look, I'm not one to think uh, that everything that happens off the field absolutely results in what happens on the field, but I I would think that it was going to be hard at the end of last year Especially with what a weird, weird yeah. year it was even before that, with the with the incredible snow, with Josh Allen needing uh some snowplow guy to get him out so he could play in a football game. I mean, there's just a lot of weird things that yeah. happened to this team. And I get the strong impression that they needed an off season. Josh Allen needed his golf, his you know, his getaways, he went to three majors, you know, the golf tournaments. I think this team needed a blow, uh, and it has it. And, look, the DeMar Hamlin story is still to be written, obviously. But I, I think I think the Bills feel about what they felt last year, quite honestly. I still think that they feel like, man, our time is is now. We have got to get it done now.
1: Peter, you've also been around Sean McDermott a lot. He's calling plays this year. That's, it's, it's a big change for a head coach who wasn't calling plays and, and relied on someone with the veteran um, sort of leadership that you had in Leslie Frazier, the experience. To you, maybe how does that change Sean McDermott, the coach, a little bit, and maybe what do you think that looks like on game day?
0: It's really an interesting point because, obviously, he has been able to be a game manager, in the strictest sense, and now he is adding what he wants. I, I think, just my feeling. I think he's really missed uh, running everything and having the buck stop with him. Sure. And now, if he's going to, you know, and and again, I don't mean this to be dramatic, but if he's going to go down with the ship, he's going to be the captain. Sure. And I don't mean in any way that I think he's you know, that the ship is going down. I don't know what's going to happen. But I also think there's a very important part of this season that I don't think many people are thinking about talking about, and that is how much are you getting out of Von Miller? How many games are you getting? How many plays are you getting? Might you be able, when he comes back, whenever that is, might you be able to get uh, 40 snaps a game? Will Sean McDermott have him the way I thought they were going to do more of last year? Will they have him on more of a pitch count? Because, listen, they didn't get Von Miller to play on October 8th. They got him to play on February 8th. Yeah. So, and I don't mean they didn't get him to play. I mean, you got to play all the games. But I just think they're going to really be cautious with Von Miller whenever he does come back.
1: Peter, one more for you, and then uh, I know you got some work to do here, so I appreciate your time. Peter King here joining me live from Buffalo Bills training camp. The infusion of Dalton Kincaid in this offense I think is fascinating in that the NFL has been moving further and further away from – 12 personnel from two tight ends to more receivers on the field four and five wide and we I think I was talking with Matt Barkley a little while a little while ago about how the terminology and the offenses look more and more like the Pac-12 offenses of you know the the middle 2000s and late 2000s where now the terminology is very similar there isn't that there's a bridge in that gap now what's your take on what Dalton Kincaid's infusion into this offense, especially in a second-year play caller like Ken Dorsey, what that does to maybe open up guys like Stephon Diggs, what it maybe does to open up the run game now that you'll have two tight ends on the field.
0: Totally, totally, totally interesting. In fact, I thought that was one of the, that was easily one of the five most compelling decisions that a team made in the first round. And I'll tell you why. What happened last year to Josh Allen for the first time in his career he was careless, bad, whatever you'd want to call it, in the red zone. He led all NFL quarterbacks with six red zone interceptions. He's not a turnover guy downfield. He was last year. So now I think everybody said, geez, they must be down on Dawson Knox for whatever reason. They're not down on Dawson Knox. They believe that having two big targets especially down the field will mean that Josh Allen is not going to have to take so many chances and the other thing that it also means I think takes a little pressure off uh Gabe Davis because remember last year when I came here last year I thought Gabe Davis was going to catch 80 balls yeah. and score 13 14 touchdowns It'll be
1: a legitimate wide receiver too yeah, yeah.
0: and maybe even you know, threatening uh, Stephon Diggs. Wouldn't that have made Stephon Diggs happy? Uh, but, but threatening Stephon Diggs uh, and, and his, uh, y- you know, stranglehold on the number one job. But because last year, you know, he had some nagging injuries, obviously. But because Gabe Davis really struggled to fulfill the expectations, now there's another body here. And just envision, let's say you're, uh, y- y- you know, it's, third and 10 at the at the plus 15 and you know you put Gabe Davis uh Dawson Knox uh Dalton Kincaid and Stefan Diggs across the formation I'll tell you one thing I don't know any team in football that can be better in the red zone Mm. with weapons than what I just said assuming that Gabe Davis is healthy and comes back to, say, 2021 form.
1: Peter, thanks so much. Um, Really, really appreciate your time, your insight. I uh, enjoy your work uh, immensely and really appreciate everything you do. So thanks so much, Peter.
0: Thank you, Nate. You take care. We
1: get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?